everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl Podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Monday to you all. I just want to start at the top of the show and apologize for not having any episodes out last week. It was just because it was my birthday week and I had a lot of things going on and honestly right now I am struggling with a way to let you guys know when I am going to have a week where there are no episodes because I'm sure that it's really kind of like rude and surprising when you are going and if you are subscribed to the podcast or whatever and you are looking for the download and it's like it's not there what's happening is something wrong and I don't ever want you guys to be in that sort of position or space and so um I do want you to know that if you go to my Instagram, which is in the notes below, you will be able to um, see, because I I post everything uh, like communication-wise on Instagram. So if you just go there and you'll be able to tell whether or not, especially on the Real Positive Girl podcast Instagram, you'll be able to tell whether or not there will be any episodes or not. If you don't see a warning (laughs) or some sort of message, expect to have episodes that week, but I might put up a post or I will put up a post letting you know that there won't be any episodes that week. So anyway, I just wanted to get that out from the top. Um, And just so you know, the theme for this week is the top five most unpleasant emotions. Uh, Every day this week, we're going to be going through an emotion that I think is one of the most unpleasant ones to have to go through and how we can overcome those feelings and actions and behaviors. And today, Monday, we're going to be talking about loneliness. So before we jump into that though, again, I want to welcome you. Happy Monday. Um, Also for those that are watching on YouTube, welcome. I have decided to start doing video episodes of the podcast because sometimes people like a video element and it might be more engaging. I understand for those of you that are listening just via Spotify or Apple Podcasts or however you are listening, let me just make this really quick. Um, If you are watching on the video and you notice I'm looking down, I'm just simply looking down at my computer at my notes. If you're just listening to the audio version, generally there's not any way for you to know that. So if you do see me looking down, it's because of that. But Welcome in. I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. I hope that you felt really productive and I hope you got some rest. I feel like there always should be a balance between feeling productive, getting stuff done, but then having like a rest period, time where you can actually just recuperate and actually um, enjoy some time, some downtime, some true actual downtime. So I hope that is something that you were able to experience. Um, And I hope that everyone is having a good day. So whether your day is just beginning, in the middle, or towards the end, I hope that you're having a fantastic day. And if for some reason you're not having a fantastic day, well, I hope that you will consider doing the five minute reset. And if you are new here, the five minute reset is where you take at least five minutes of your day, of your time. You can take more time if you have more, uh, but if you don't, take five minutes to just be alone. And it gives you the opportunity to just really have that time to step away from any problems, issues, or burdens that you are currently dealing with. You know, you kind of just like shake it off and feel free from those things. You can also take some time to problem solve any issues or problems that you are currently directly dealing with. And um, I always encourage everyone to take some time and create a list of at least four things that you are grateful for. They can be really big things, really small things, or really medium-sized things. It doesn't matter because you can literally... Be grateful for almost anything. Actually, 
I think I would say anything because you can literally be grateful that you um, had the time to clean your whole house this weekend. Like I'd be grateful if I had that. I really only was able to clean like two or three rooms like deeply you would say but I'm super grateful for that. You can be grateful for taking a lovely walk and really enjoying all the fall winter shifting colors out there. You can be grateful that you actually had enough cleaning supplies to clean up your home, especially if you were expecting guests or something like that. And um, you can be grateful for just sitting on the couch and enjoying some time. Maybe you have a dog or a cat that you're able to snuggle with or both like me. You can be grateful for any of those things. So it doesn't necessarily have to be grateful for waking up and taking another breath and having food in your stomach and money in your bank account. Like those are all amazing things to be grateful for, but there are things that you don't always have to acknowledge in your times of gratitude. Does that make sense? So that means that there is a never-ending list of things for you to be grateful for. And last but not least, make sure that before you end your five-minute reset that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day because hopefully going through the shift of taking a break from any burdens and issues and creating that gratitude list, you will realize that despite your problems, you will still have amazing blessings and positive things to reflect back on and realize in your life because I am not here to diminish your problems, but just understand that <laughs> even though you're going through those hard times, you still have amazing things to be grateful for. So I just hope that the five minute reset will help you. You can also do that if you're not having a hard day. Maybe you're just having like a day where it's frustrations are coming up, whatever it may be. Um, but I do hope that you actually are having a great day on this Monday. And um, like I said at the top of the show, uh, this week we were talking about the top five most unpleasant emotions. And today, Monday, we're going to be talking about loneliness. So let's just go ahead and just get started on talking about that. Loneliness is one of those emotions that can catch you by surprise because you can be doing fine, have great relationships, but there could be a gap, a disconnect between you and everyone else. And that is just like one of the most sucky feelings ever where you just feel like there is this big wide chasm gap and canyon of space and divide between you and all the people that you want to spend time with or even if you don't necessarily know who those people are, you're frustrated that you can't find your clan, your people, the, the, the group that you could spend your time with. It's so frustrating and I do feel like it can catch you by surprise because... Maybe you've taken some time off to not necessarily hang out with the same kind of people or you've moved or there's been some shift and change in your life that has caused you to not be able to be with those same people. And then all of a sudden you wake up and you realize, wow, I really want to go back to having the same kind of social life that I did before and those people aren't there, which just really sucks. And, you know, loneliness is one of the most unpleasant emotions because it's such a weighted feeling of isolation and feeling disconnected, you know? And generally, the person wants to be socially involved. Um, this is at least based on research and the people that I've known that are going through this or have gone through this. But there is something that gets in the way, you know, whether that is a lack of people or events that you could actually interact with or spend time with or be a part of, or it could be low self-esteem um, and not feeling worthy enough to be involved with the chosen people or a part of the desired events. Um, so 
there's a couple different reasons there why loneliness might just creep in on you. And I do feel like the people that actually want to be socially involved, you might think, well, they can just go out and find people, but it's not that easy. Sometimes when you do have shifts in your life and you have people that move away or change or move into a different season of life, those same people aren't there for you to spend your time with. So you have to find new people and everyone knows it is hard to make friends as an adult. So it's something that someone can struggle with if they don't have enough um, opportunities or events or activities to be involved in to actually find new people in their life. And, you know, obviously loneliness can hit those that depend heavily on social interaction to keep their mindsets right and attitudes positive, but it's still something that can easily affect everyone. And, you know, I would say that loneliness is a state of mind, not necessarily the act of being alone, um, because being alone isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, we all need time away from um, people and everything else. And, you know, and it's just important for us to take those breaks. Like personally for me, I do not personally think that I have struggled with loneliness in a long time. I enjoy the season of life that I'm in right now and the one that I've even just recently crossed into where I do spend a lot of time alone. I thoroughly enjoy it. I am definitely one of those people that likes to be alone, do things alone. I like to take some time out to be with people every once in a while, but then I like to be back in my little hole alone. I don't know what it is because I used to be super social, wanting to be with people all the time, but these days I like to just spend more time alone. Um, But because it is a state of mind, those feelings of emptiness, being alone and not worthy or unwanted by others that could help us break out of that loneliness can really dig deep and become more permanent um, than it needs to or than it should. You know, if those uh, feelings just continue to dig, dig, dig deeper inside of you, inside your mind, and really get stuck uh, and entangled in with your daily mindset, that can really like set a tone for every day and you could just feel worse and worse and worse. And maybe it won't seem like you're slowly falling off a cliff, but when you hit the edge you will realize it and you will realize that loneliness um, has actually gotten way too far, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, And unfortunately, if loneliness is not treated, it can become a symptom of depression, drug use, increased stress, poor decision making, and even possibly suicide, which is never anywhere that anyone wants to be. No one wants to get close to that. No one wants to get near that. It's, it's just not a space to be at all, obviously, obviously. Um, so, <laughs> you know, let's talk about some ways to combat loneliness because, you know, just living through it will not cut it. Because then I feel like sometimes, often, during, and then not necessarily because it's a pandemic, but just in general, people will just tell you to like, just push through. And I have even said that, like, if you're going through a hard time, you just got to continue to go through. And I don't just mean like, let those emotions and feelings hang on you, create that burden and continue to go through and push through to better opportunities or a better season of life, bringing those things with you. You definitely want to push those things off of you in a way and then move forward. You don't want to just be dragging that crap with you. Um, so I'd, 
I feel like a lot of people these days are like, it's fine, you know, you're just going to be depressed or you're just going to have anxiety or you're just going to be lonely, but you got to continue to keep pushing through with those things on your back. I don't think that's true. I think that you could take the time to slowly push those things away while you're moving forward. So at some point, like right when you get to uh, the next season of life that you're going to be in, you'll be able to kick those things out and enter without all that baggage and all those burdens um, on top of you. At least that's what I think. So um, yeah, so let's just talk about some ways to combat it. Um, You need to make a conscious decision to change your mindset and figure out how to experience loneliness less and less because it's not an emotion and feeling that you can just, that you should just be okay with at all. Obviously, I don't think that I'm talking to anyone that thinks that loneliness is the greatest thing because again, loneliness is different from being alone, which I've already explained to you is amazing sometimes if you're okay with it, but other people are not because we're all different, right? So, okay, so today I'm gonna give you five steps to overcoming loneliness. And as I say before, every single list that I ever give, this is not an exhaustive list. This is not a list of me saying that these are the most important ones in the entire world. These are just the ones that I definitely wanted to hit and talk about really quick with you. Go over the ones that I found to be really important, the ones that I found that maybe necessarily um, aren't talked about all the time, although I'm pretty sure that there are one or two in there that are talked about often because they're super important. But you know what I mean. This is not an exhaustive list. These are just my suggestions based on research and experience. So step one is to understand you're worthy. You're absolutely worthy of the time and energy that other people would give to you if you were spending time with them. You are worthy of their attention. You are worthy of their love and care. And just because you might encounter some people that aren't, that don't necessarily um, show you that, that just might mean that those aren't your people. Do you know what I mean? Because like I was saying at the top of the episode, um, you might feel loneliness because you aren't spending time with people because you feel like you are not worthy of their time and of their attention and of even talking or speaking to you at all whatsoever. When that's not true, because everyone is worthy of that. It's just, that is your own mindset. That is your own thoughts and beliefs. And you definitely need to realize that everyone is worthy of time and attention. It's just a matter of you can find the right people that will be as open and giving as you to provide you with that. It's possible because sometimes we definitely attract the things um, that (laughs) are troubling within us so we don't necessarily get back what we want because we're attracting the things that we're also struggling with, you know what I mean? So we need to spend uh, more time and give more effort into just finding different people to spend time with, you know, trying new activities, you know, branching out a little bit so that we can find those people and demonstrate the fact that we are worthy of someone else's time and energy. But I just want you to know that. I just want you to absorb that feeling, actually let it sit and set in your mindset, believe it, and um, continue to walk in that belief that everyone is worthy of time and attention and of being part of a group of people and being friends with someone and having those relationships. Step two is to invest in quality relationships. So again, this kind of goes back to what I was saying. Sometimes we invest in people that don't necessarily uh, cherish us as much as we cherish them or don't actually invest time and energy into continuing to develop the relationship, to um, 
just make things stronger and deeper. So it's it's really important to actually invest in relationships that actually are going to go somewhere that are more than just surface level, that are more than just acquaintances. You know, it's those friendships where you are really close with them. You actually um, tell them like deep truths about yourself. You know, you have those heartwarming chats, those come to Jesus moments. You know what I mean? Where you're really actually getting to know someone. You're really actually sharing what's on your heart. You're telling them like any sort of mistakes and issues that you've gone through and you know that you might still feel shameful or guilty about but you're okay sharing with them because they're able to give you a different perspective and help hopefully maybe help you problem solve if that's what you want um but again it's just important to invest in those quality relationships don't waste your time trying to beg someone to be your friend don't waste your time trying to convince someone that you are worthy of their time because you already know that you are but if they're choosing to not accept that information or just to only give time and attention to people that are providing something directly for them, then they are not your people. They are not for you. You need to move on because at some point they will realize their selfish ways, but that's not on you to do that, right? You just need to move on and find someone else that is more worthy of you spending time with them. Um, So yeah, step number three is to engage in volunteering or helping others. Um, A lot of times, when you are going through your own crap, when you're all going through your own struggles, you will need to, um, it's, it's so much easier to not focus on your own problems, but to focus on helping someone else, helping someone else get through the issues that they are dealing with, help someone to, um, you know, become stronger and more self-sufficient in the things that they are dealing with. So um, I just encourage you to branch out and maybe like if you go to church, help someone at church or maybe there's like an organization or a group that you're a part of, maybe you're a mom, maybe you're a student, um, or maybe you just want to find something that's happening in your neighborhood or in your community. Find a way that you can reach out, that you can help someone else and um, or maybe you have a friend that needs help like figuring out um, their own issues and problems that they're dealing with or they just went through a major trauma, you can ask them how they can help. A lot of times taking your eyes off of the issues that you are currently struggling with and helping someone else and then going back to it later will give you a fresh uh, perspective and mindset on how to deal with it, the next steps that you should take. Also, by volunteering and helping others, especially if you're stepping out into groups of people that you don't know, you could have the opportunity to meet someone and develop a new quality relationship, which leads me into step number four, which is to try new activities to meet others. I understand that right now the world is in a pandemic, so it's a little hard, and I know that recently I read in the news that some states and cities are being re-shut down again, so this can be a lot harder. However, there was something that my husband mentioned today that he was going to be a part of online. He found a group of people um, that get together a couple times a week and online, I think like via Zoom or Google Hangout or whatever, and they talk about business together. And so I think that if you live in a place where you're not able to go out and volunteer or uh, find small groups of people to hang out with and get to know, then you can find a group online. Like you can um, invest in uh, making friends online, you know, find a safe group for you to be a part of. I actually think it would be pretty safe as long as they're not asking you for a ton of money and it's not like and it's you know 
legit, um, you can just, and it seems pretty safe because you're doing it at home. And if you don't share too much personal information, if you're not comfortable with that, then you can definitely make friends. You can um, find like-minded people, people that are interested in the same things as you, or people that are also a little lonely and want to just like meet different people that are totally different from them just to like, you know, branch out and expand their kind of circle of people that they normally hang out with you know sometimes that can really help sometimes it can really help not hang out with the people that you that are exactly like you because then you can get different perspectives and mindsets and thoughts on how they view the world and how they live their everyday life which I think is fantastic so try new activities to meet other people if you can't get out and physically do that or you can't just do like a group meetup at like a coffee shop or a restaurant or something like that find a group online that you can be a, come a part of and then you can meet friends there and then if any of them are local, maybe you can meet up once we're all past this pandemic. Um, step number five, and the last step that I'm going to share with you today, is to get help from a counselor. I understand that this step is not new. It's not new knowledge, and it's definitely mentioned all the time. But if you are truly struggling with loneliness, that can easily lead to anxiety and depression and possible suicide and um, just trouble like really containing your thoughts and just feeling like you're super alone. And um, then you need to seek out someone. And despite the pandemic, you can definitely talk to someone online via some sort of video chat and they will be able to help you. And the reason I know that with a shadow of a doubt is because that is something that I'm doing. I used to see someone in person and then I just kind of took a break from that. Um, the relationship just wasn't like the one that I wanted. And then when I re-got back into that, um, the place that I go to seek counseling was doing it online because they know that it's still super important for people to speak with people, for them to get their thoughts out and figure out what's going on and how they can move forward. And I got hooked up with a new counselor and I just absolutely love it. And I recommend it to literally everyone. I do not think that you have to have serious mental issues, mental health issues to talk to a counselor. You don't need to have any serious issues. Honestly, you could feel like your life is great and in, in Maybe you just want to talk to someone because you feel slightly confused or lost in your thoughts of certain things that are going on currently because it doesn't even have to be a long-term thing. Maybe you just talk to someone for a few weeks or a few months or like a year. It doesn't have to be a lifelong dedicated thing. Um, and I just want you to know that because I feel like when people talk about counseling, it seems like it's something that you're going to get locked into forever, which is not true. So anyway, um, that's all the steps that I have for you today. Um, talking about the top five most unpleasant emotions and today, Monday, talking about loneliness. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, I always do that. Topic suggestions, feedback, go ahead and send me an email or come drop me a DM on Instagram. All that information is going to be um, with the notes for the show below. Um, but that's it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Hopefully I wasn't too awkward on camera. If you're watching on YouTube, um, it's definitely going to be something I have to get used to. But anyway, I hope that you guys are having a great day. I hope you come back tomorrow where we will be talking about anxiety specifically. But until then, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.